0: Welcome back, Seahawks fans, to the newest episode of the Seahawks Nest Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Sano, joined, as always, by the Reese's Cup to my Reese's egg. It's Kevin Garber. Kevin, how you doing? Uh, I am feeling timeless and delicious. And our very own Big Cup. That's right.
1: Oh. The big big dog
0: himself, Eric Ronnebeck. Eric, how you doing?
1: Big Cup. You didn't call me Reese's Pieces. I feel so loved.
0: Yeah, well, I would never call you Reese's Pieces because Reese's Pieces are for redacted. Yeah, that's trying, I try, I, if I swear, I try not to do it in the first uh, the first five minutes of the
2: podcast. Reese's Pieces are for people who don't know that uh, peanut butter M and M's exist.
0: Yeah, okay, so okay, we got to we got a uh, we got a we got a background the story because not only do we uh, do we need to background it for for comedy reasons, but also because uh, uh, the. We need a pad for time because I don't want to talk about the game as much. So one time, one time, one <laughs> time me and Kevin, me and Kevin are hanging out and Kevin's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the shop. Do you want anything? And I said, get me any, any candy you want, except Reese's pieces. Reese's pieces are for redacted. And then he, and then Ke- Kevin did not hear the whole thing. He just okay. heard we Reese's pieces. Convention, and this was over the din of
2: like 3000 people.
0: Uh, and so we were in a, just we were cut, in a side you know, room.
2: I just caught the Reese's pieces part, right? So oh I come back God. and I'm like, all right, dude, I got you some Reese's Pieces. And he looks at me like I shat on his lap. When I, came I mean, you, back. you you were calling me a redacted. I can't,
0: I, I mean, you literally, it was pretty funny. It's it was, pretty, it great. pretty um, funny
2: because you, he was really offended that I did it on purpose. And I just was dying laughing when I figured out the mistake. I,
0: once I figured out he made a mistake too, I thought it was hilarious as well. I oh mean, so, I was just like, this so is, this then for is his birthday Every year since I wrote, uh, I, I get him a bag
2: of uh, peanut butter M&Ms. And on it, I put a note that says, happy birthday. You're not a redacted. Wow and that the what year of packs the,
0: was this this is like, like a oh long nine. time of, oh God, <laughs> so long. the best part is that i did not eat the rhesus pieces <laughs> i think no, I, was like, I, was like, nah, I was like i was like no i was like no someone else can have these these are not good i, I like, not to like to them. try
1: them whatever you like four years to make sure they're as terrible as i think okay. and i'm never disappointed okay oh,
0: Here's my little rant: is uh, Reese's pieces are false marketing because when you think Reese's, and th- this is a big preview for mo- for a movie club, I guess, but when you think Reese's, you think peanut butter and chocolate, and there's not any chocolate in this candy. And or it's any just, peanut butter. No, it's or it's a flavor. peanut. It's a peanut flavored fudge. So so like, and it's just I feel like they kind of Jedi mind tricked us into thinking if it was called something else, if it was like, I don't know. Candy bites. I might like it, but it, just the fact that it's called Reese's Pieces and it's not <laughs> peanut butter and chocolate makes me so angry. If that they called I think... it candy coated tan, you'd be like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> I love candy. Well, I eat those stupid cookie dough bites and the, those things are like basically just dry. Like it's like chocolate, cover, chocolate covered dry and I'll eat those and think they're good. So obviously I would eat anything, but, but this yeah, is- You're not a... saying
2: your standards are high. You're just saying that your standards for honesty are high.
0: Exactly. Call these Reese's. I don't want to be lied to. Anyway, but- uh, speaking of getting lied to Pete Carroll coached a football game <laughs> Perfect <Amos segue>. transition <laughs> on, on
2: Monday. So and, what uh, I'm is the word Reese's is doing the lifting in Reese's pieces that Russell Wilson is doing in Pete Carroll's NFL coaching career.
0: Yeah. Let's just talk about that. Pete Carroll, <laughs> Pete Carroll decided he hates himself. He thought, he thought, guess what? Uh, I'm going to be completely honest about where, where we're at as a, as a franchise, as a team and and for myself as a, as a coach, or he just went temporarily seen out. but he was asked the question, you know, how much are you missing Russ right now? Or it was like something like, um, you know, Russ, how, do, how was the question exactly worded? Uh, he said, um, that, yeah, just how much do you miss Russ? And he said, I've been here a long time and if we didn't have Russell, I probably wouldn't have been here a long time. And it made me think like, yeah, it's probably true. Like he really, we all oh, we would have had three years of Matt Flynn, and it probably would have been horrible. You really and think then, he'd have played three years, huh? I have you seen how stubborn Pete Carroll is?
1: Absolutely, uh, Tavares might yeah, have beat him
0: out. Yeah, okay, great. We would have had three years of Tavares, <laughs> and God bless uh, your soul. And I think I think Pete is telling <laughs> you that this is the end. This is the. The Pete Carroll era is coming to a close. Um, he's recognized that, you know, maybe maybe he wasn't as good as uh, as his own hype. And yeah, I, you do really think so, huh? Uh huh. I do think that he's he's starting to signal that this is the swan song of the Pete Carroll era. And you know what? I'm the swan. I'm okay that's a different with podcast it. the swan song. I
2: don't know swan <laughs> <laughs> so, song. Uh,
0: let's 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 get on that on a corner right now. What do you want to happen with Pete Carroll? Uh, coming into the 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 rest of this season and the upcoming offseason eric start us off what do you what, oh. what's your what's your long term view uh, for peter clay carroll I'm grateful for this uh because I
1: have a, a strong opinion but we've talked about this over the years about the struggles of the Pete Carroll offense the the Pete Carroll coaching system and ever since we lost Super Bowl forty <clears throat> nine it's been a Every year goes down a little bit. It started with Pete's a great coach, but we have to live with his little idiosyncrasies to Pete's a great coach. We've got that great defense. He's so good at that. I just wish the offense could be better. And every year it's a little bit like, you know, the offense is struggling. When is this going to change? At least we have this. And now I know that Russell's injured, but look at what we did with Russ. Okay. Look what we did with Russ. I'm not talking about two games that we won this year with Russ. It doesn't seem to matter. It seems like the team is starting to close in, not collapse in, but close in, in a way that I think this should be Seattle's year of reloading. Yeah. Let, let everything go out. And that includes Pete Carroll. Let John Schneider stick around. Let him name a successor to Pete Carroll. Let Pete, seem like he's naming the successor or be in the conversation even i don't care but this is the chance for us to actually reload next year i don't think we're getting rid of jamal adams but you don't really need to unload a lot of the offensive pieces Once, unless you recognize that russ is gone the Go structure of
0: me. the structure of jamal adams makes him he wears stuck with him no matter what he's okay. basically
1: untradeable But this is
0: him, Tyler, and him, Tyler, him and Tyler are basically two guys we're stuck with for the next three years, no matter what. And you know what? Russ for the next two,
2: because his contract would suck to move next year. too.
0: And Russ, Tyler, DK, Jamal
1: Adams, Bobby's probably sticking around, but, and there's some other names, obviously, but these are the people you can build around and everyone else needs to just get lost, I think, to try and recoup anything we can for next year's draft and to reload because... it's it's no joke. This last week against the Saints, I'm sorry, that's the end of the season, everyone. Yeah, there's okay.
0: I don't see there's any way we come back from this. Go ahead, Nathan. Go ahead. Uh, so okay, um, okay. So I'm going to address that point first. There's no way we can come back from this. I want to I want to get you to take a peek at the schedule, okay, and understand that and we are we have seven teams
2: for the playoffs. And we are
0: seven teams make the playoffs, and we are still just like one game out of a playoff spot for somehow. Okay, we play the Jags the Washington football team, the <clears> Texans, <throat> the bears and the lions. Still that's five wins right there. If in, unless the team is just so much worse than I, than I think for a talent level which that's we will seven. Find out next week, that's if seven. We will, Kevin. And I, I think we only need to, need to get to eight or nine, which would mean winning a one, a one or two games against the Packers, Cardinals, 49ers Rams or Cardinals. Again, I, I don't know. It's not impossible especially if Russ comes back and I don't think there's anything on earth Russ would love more than just like being the – because he's you know, there's nobody who seems to love getting focused on more than Russell Wilson at this point. And man, would there be a lot of focus on him if we, you know, squeak by the ja the Jags, we're three and five, and then he comes back and oh boy, here comes the Seahawks. They make the playoffs at nine and eight, and no one's hotter than Russell Wilson, right? Like that narrative is just exactly what I think that he wants. And at this point, it would allow him to to bury the Pete Carroll versus Russell Wilson debate. It would just be this is Russ is team. And we, are, I mean, it already was, but, but like, it, I think there would be no, no doubt. He would leave no doubt. Um, so anyway, uh, in terms of long-term view, I'm going to go last. So Kevin, what do you think? What's, what's your view of the future with, uh, with Pete? Uh, number
2: one, I'm disappointed that you didn't take the opportunity to say Russell, Kerry, team Wilson. Um, <laughs>
0: great. Since I love using the middle name so much, yeah, I should have done that. (laughs) Uh,
2: The second thing is, uh, the aforementioned Peter Clay Carroll, I think in 2022, we'll be talking about our head coach of our beloved USC Trojans. Um, In all seriousness, though, uh, I think think what's most likely to happen is he steps back into a president of football operations role, which I wouldn't necessarily love because I don't think he keeps his hands out of things, but I do think things are coming to a head, and for as much as leadership above him is hands off, I don't think they can be hands off enough to let Russ walk in favor of Pete, and I feel like that would basically be what was happening.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think Interesting. so. For me, um, the Pete Pete Carroll, I think, is preparing us. You know how he does this; he's he sets the sets the tone, right? He Life he kind Pete. of he kind of uh, prepares you with a uh, by. By kind of saying, giving, he gives little hints as to what's next. Wait, so he's giving a vague, lines. weird clue, like the draft clues? No, those <laughs> oh, are are. I can't
2: wait for that for the rest of the season. Kevin, He'll come Kevin, out to an interview. And have like a picture of Denali, but one thing is changed, and it's actually a mountain from somewhere in California. The,
0: the draft clues are not real; those are <laughs> those are those are fake. <laughs> but but uh, he he just puts random stuff up there and then like laughs. Uh, but but in all honesty, I do think he's kind of setting us up for the uh, the transition from this being a Pete Carroll focused franchise to something else. Um, and let's be honest; it should be the team has drafted pretty poorly in recent years. They have not, like, who, what are their, what are their, be, their, their big hits? You know, they've gotten a few starters, but it's mostly, uh, mostly misses for this team, right? Like, th- we have not developed talent. A lot of our best players came from other teams. We look at Quandre Diggs, DJ Reed, uh, D- Dwayne Brown. Those are all guys that aren't Seahawks guys that are playing pivotal roles on either side of the ball. Um, and it's just, it seems like no matter what we do, um, uh, we 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 cannot draft good enough to now keep up with the fact that the the legion of Boomera defense aged out and this team looking backwards we had one two really 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 good drafts um historically good and we rode that wave to a to two super bowls one one victory and now we're at a crossroads where this team needs more drafts like that but doesn't have the ability whether it's bad scouting or uh, miss misappropriation of of resources or whatever you want to say the the fact of the matter is the Seahawks now uh, they need to move on and I think not just from Pete Carroll but also from John Schneider uh, I I think it would be smart to 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 not decouple them in any way uh, now if the plan is Pete, because Pete is going to be given the benefit of the doubt by this ownership group now, this kind of more hands-off ownership group, and maybe he wisely steps back. But if he steps back into a presidential role, he retains John Snyder. And like Kevin said, this guy cannot keep his hands out of other people's business. Uh, now he he hires the coach, and he helps pick the staff and stuff. That's a problem. It's we're just going to have this. It's just going to be the same problems in a new in a new coat of paint. Right.
2: Can I give a it, really weird uh, like not everyone's going to get this, but it's the problem that Wisconsin football ran into where they had a really successful head coach who stepped into the uh, athletic director role, except every time he didn't like what the head coach was doing, he would be meddling. And so he ended up driving a few head coaches out and they were successful and they had a run of pretty solid success. But every time there was like discontent, there'd be stories about Barry Alvarez kind of sticking his nose and things and making sure that his program is being run the right way and I think that's what we'd run into with Pete, yeah and hmm.
0: so so I think he, both those points are fair if if Pete if Pete can gracefully step into a presidential role and be just kind of company tone setter, you know like if he just comes out, sets the tone um and and does that then we're good to go. Like he, that is the truly elite talent of Pete Carroll is Pete Carroll is able to create an environment where grown men want to work really hard. Right. And that is kind of a hard thing to do that. And that's kind of the challenge of being an NFL football coach, right? These are grown adults making a ton of money and you have to motivate them to really work hard because every NFL team has talent, right? And there's good ones and there's bad ones. And the, the differences are thin on any given week. A really bad team can beat a really good team, and it, and that's we've seen that be true this this year, right? The the Chiefs are also uh, having a tough season, uh, and I don't see anyone kind of uh, vaporizing them over it, but because it's it's hard to win in the NFL, the margins are thin, and we we are uh, we're at a point now. I totally lost my train of thought there because I started thinking about the Chiefs. And then I thought Catch about Kermit strikes again. And then then I thought about Patrick Mapartments and uh <laughs> That
1: was that was a really
0: funny little thing. Um uh, yeah, pa- I would say pa-
2: the I would say you're right. The whole thing is people have a belief that the Chiefs are kind of like Like, because their quarterback is young, they think that window's open for a really long time. I would argue their head coach is not young, and that might be part of what's going on there. But nonetheless, they feel like the window's open a lot longer than it is with Russ. I also think part of it is Russ just never got the love. He was the extremely good quarterback that came at the tail end of the Manning-Brady era, and he's not—at no point was he the new big thing, even uh, Luck— was considered the one out of that draft it took and him a while. For time and he,
0: he never took no. over as the the number one guy either at no point in his career. I do. Do I feel like he was the considered the, by everyone, the best quarterback in the league. It was, he was like, a he it was always like running quarterback. He could always like Russ draft. is in the mix, right? Like Russ is one of the top. He's one of the three best guys, right? Or he's, he's third, he's second, he's third. And I think that probably, that probably is what's driving him to want to, to be so successful. Um, Anyway, yeah. If, if Pete can step back and actually just be the tone setter, then I think that's great. That that is probably the best use of him. Anyway, Yeah, elite ego manager, elite yeah. personality juggler. He can get he can get these guys who who have no reason to work super hard to to really get in and, and do the work. Um, but we would need to hire good coaching staff to go along with that. And I'm just un, I'm unsure about the whole thing at this point. You know what I mean? From top from top to bottom. Uh, like I said, I'm not, I'm just as skeptical as John Schneider because these draft picks at this point are not panning out repeatedly. I'm really high on Trey, on Trey um, from this draft, but yeah, Trey Brown, yeah. But it's uh it's it's not like Dwayne De- Eskridge is not working out super hot. Just been injured the whole time, and he's 24 anyway. And that's a really questionable choice to take a 24 year old wide receiver uh, with your highest draft pick no matter the, the talent level. And so now I do have one counter that I think is interesting. Okay.
2: Um, we were worried about Pete Carroll not being able to give up the reins. But the big thing was during his coaching career, he felt like the way that he wasn't allowed to have control over his team was what held him back from initial success. And we went to USC and he was the guy and he had the control. That was where he felt like he really found his feet uh, coaching. I wonder if he would recognize that in another coach or if he would have the awareness to think that he didn't want to do that to another guy. Hmm. And I could see with his personality, him actually thinking of that and realizing like he didn't want to be the person who kept a younger coach down by uh, getting in on that guy's team. So it really depends on if we think Pete would still consider it to be his team or if Pete would consider it to be the other coach's team.
0: And let's be honest, like the Seattle, if Seattle just said if if Pete said I'm stepping back, I'm going to be team president, that would be a very appealing landing spot for a hot coach, right? And like like a like a, yeah, Lincoln, like a Joe Ry- Brady, like a Lincoln Riley or yeah. Joe Brady, right? Like these guys who who stay at their college jobs because they're cushy and they're easy and they're really good, right? And it's like, why would Lincoln Riley leave Oklahoma? He's a god there forever, and he'll never get fired. Which is fair. Uh, but he he would he might leave to work with Russell Wilson, right? He might leave to get in a situation where he's landing with a guy who's already a top five quarterback. He knows exactly what he's getting, right? That this is that's a little that's a different situation. That's something a little bit different. And so that's kind of um why I think it might be good if Pete stepped back right now, because Russ could recruit the coach and we could get the coach. We could get the guy who who might be more difficult to get in general, but the landing spot with you have Pete there to kind of mentor you into the NFL or to, to kind of, um, you know, help you build the culture. And then you have Russell Wilson. I mean, Russell Wilson makes it was going to make any coach salivate, right? That's, that's a, that's a great, great landing spot. So, so you're here to
2: hear first folks, head coach, Brian Schottenheimer. Yeah.
0: that's His,
2: uh, his, uh, uh, Bible study pal. To hey, come in and run that team,
0: <laughs> if that's what if that's what we do, um, I'm going to say that this po- podcast will not be recorded weekly anymore. I'll at least I'll get, <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna give myself at least some weeks. The seasonal off. podcast, the quarterly <laughs> yeah, wrap right, right, up. Simply, hey, this is a monthly podcast now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to do weekly. So, okay, uh, let's get in. Let's dig into this specific game: uh, Seattle versus New Orleans. Uh, so, let's talk about the game plan. The generic game plan. Pete Carroll ran the Pete Carroll game plan. This is exactly what Pete Carroll wanted to do. Do not fool yourself into thinking like, oh, well, it's just because of Geno. This is the idealized version of Pete Carroll football. What Pete Carroll wants to do is run the clock, keep the game close, and have a chance to win it in the fourth quarter. That's all he cares about. And all of those things are true about this game. He ran the clock. He kept the game close, and they did have a drive to win it in the fourth quarter. And hell, if Jason Myers can make a couple tough field goals in that weather, no, no small feat. That was some pretty blustery, wet weather, right? But if he can make a couple tough field goals in the weather, then like that, that last field goal, by the way, the way it, it just like blew after he kicked it, oh, I was like, yeah. Oh. I was like, "Oh my gosh, yay, yay. that's not great." But uh, if he can just make those long, uh, longer field goals, I mean, we we're ahead in the game. I don't know if we win, but we're ahead, right? We 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 have a lead, sixteen to to ten, when they're driving down the field and they can't just kick a field goal. That way, we so, can
2: play incredibly weak prevent defense for the last it, two minute wow.
0: drill and let
2: Pete, them win on a Kamara screen pass.
0: Pete exactly, Bench. we probably would have Pete lost Bench. anyway. I'm not like, like I said, I'm not saying we would have won. I'm just saying that. Look, different. this is the idealized version of Pete Carroll football at this point. This is what he wants to do. And the crazy part is, if Russell Wilson was there, he would have bailed Pete's ass out. Like, he, he would have bailed him out. Like, he would have been able to, to that last drive, Russell, you know Russell Wilson's going straight down that field and scoring a touchdown. There's no way. And we win the game, 17 to the 13. But it's just, um, it's bewildering that, that this is kind of where we're at now, is it. And how we man. got
1: here—not just with Russell going down, but when Russell was here—like that's—that's why and I said earlier the team was, the team wasn't making the playoffs is because if you if you scrape together five wins, you're looking at still maybe eight wins on the season. I I can't guarantee that's going to be enough for us to make the playoffs. It shouldn't I, be.
0: I think nine and eight. I think there's going to be the last team's going to be nine and eight, Oof. and the problem we're going to run into is one: we now don't have a tiebreaker against New Orleans, and if they hit Four a rough tie, If they in Minnesota, if they both hit rough patches in their schedule and finish the season nine and eight, well, now we are behind them. (laughs) So, so, so we, we, we have lost to our direct competitors and it could be one of those seasons where we tie for the last playoff spot and don't make the playoffs. And one, it makes the Jamal Adams trade really not palatable, right? Because that's, that's tough. That's yeah. That's for sure. You want want to give up picks in the twenties, not picks in the top 15. If you're, if you're uh, making a trade like that. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but I, I really do think that that we're looking at eight to ten wins, depending on how we do against the good teams once Russell Wilson is back. And this defense has looked significantly better. So let's just skip offense or maybe circle back to it. But the defense this week, I thought the defense looked pretty solid in the rain. Fifteen pressures, four sacks, um, looked looked uh, pretty pretty good in my opinion. I like. Uh, DJ Reed, I thought played played really solid football out there. I, it helps that New Orleans' wide receivers are talentless hacks. I mean, that is, <laughs> I, I I was like, holy smokes! These, my favorite was. Jameis pointing and then the receiver like trying to run that direction, but looking like their legs were stuck in quicksand because yeah. it's New Orleans's wide receivers, and then him like throwing to a spot and then being like, bro, you can't run to there. <laughs> like like <laughs> I just I, I just I can't can't imagine how frustrating that was for him because man, it, it look his wide receivers look slow and bad. But yeah, I thought the defense played a really solid game and uh did what they needed to do. And you 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 can't you can't give up 13 points and be mad at the defense, right? Can, can you can you be mad at the defense, Kevin? I don't know. Tell me. Uh, mad? No, uh, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed.
2: Um, okay. Actually, in all seriousness, I thought it was a pretty solid defensive effort. Uh, I feel like the team was bailed out by a generally inaccurate game from Jameis. Which, I mean, yes, he's going to have those. He is Jameis Winston. And
0: J- Jameis in the rain too. And
2: I, I, but I didn't think Jameis was that bad. Like, no, he wasn't terrible, but he he was a bit inaccurate. Sort of like, um. It's sort of like how our stats against the Rams, you're saying they're going, man, if Stafford could hit the broad side of a barn on a couple of those plays, we'd look really bad. It was kind of the same thing here where it's like there are a couple ones where it's like Jameis took a shot and
0: you're like, who did you think was running that route? Because it was not the guy that you threw it to. And I kind of want to give it up to Jameis because he did a thing which is which Jameis would not have done four years ago or three years ago, which is he played a really smart game when he was not under pressure, 19 for 27, 8.2 yards per attempt on a lot of like um, 20 yard or less intermediate intermediate uh, throws, you know, dump offs to Kamara, uh, late crossers, uh, just hitting a guy on the outside and letting him run for five yards, seven yards, uh, 10 yards, let him run after the catch, like just kind of manage the game. When he was under pressure, we actually killed him. Like he was 0 for 8 he did not complete a pass when pressured and yeah. it's just like that that kind of thing when we flushed him out of the pocket when we got him off his spot man he was just awful and we got 15 pressures in this game we put, we we did, we did a good job getting to the quarterback which is why i think this defense kind of kind of did the did the thing i know? think in general our
2: front four did a really good job uh they were doing a lot to try and run the ball on us Um, That was clearly what they wanted to do as well in the rain and with the offensive situation they have. And I felt like our front four held its own pretty darn well. I think they have a diminished offensive line and we should have been able to do something against them. But I feel like a lot of this season, I felt like we should have had an advantage and we weren't able to push it. So it was nice to see Puna Ford and um, with Brian Monet and a few other people Um, I thought Regine Green had himself a good game, uh, both rushing the passer and playing the run. Uh, Dunlap set a really good edge when he was out there. Alton Robinson probably had his best game against the run because that's always kind of the question with him. Mm -hmm. And then Al Woods played really well when he wasn't making boneheaded mistakes.
0: Yeah. Puna Ford had six run stops on 25 run defenses. That's crazy. That's really good for a fullback. That's, that's very, that's very effective, uh, in efficient football play. Benson Mayoa, they, they kind of mixed up how they used him, used him a little bit as a like kind of third linebacker hybrid. They used him in the Bruce Irvin role. And I thought he did pretty solid. I can't, they didn't, he never got targeted with the pass, despite dropping into coverage 12 times. And, um, if, that's kind of what they were trying to do with Daryl t- Taylor, and maybe that's Benson Mayoa just is more prepared for that role than than Mayoa is. He's a lot more or, in much, Yeah, is is prepared for that role than Taylor is. Yeah, Taylor yeah, maybe yeah. Taylor needs maybe needs to be just kind of more of a pure pass rusher at this point. But teams throw a lot, so you can put him on the field a lot more and still have him just rush the passer every time. It'll be okay. Uh, yeah, I th- I thought the defense Jamal uh, had a
2: good game. Um, he had he was asked to cover I, a lot of ground on one
0: side of the field, and he did a good job with that. I, I don't know, Kevin. Twitter told me that Jamal Adams is the worst player ever to play <laughs> football. So that's true. And for the worst player ever, he had a pretty good game. Yeah, the, the, his uh, alignment chart too was really interesting. Nine nine snaps in the defensive line, twenty one in the box, twenty at deep safety, twenty two covering the slot receiver, and two at wide corner. Uh, I, I think that the use, mixing up his alignment like that is how you should use Jamal Adams, right? He should be all over the field, let him uh, kind of make plays in different places, uh, use him to to jam up a bigger receiver, uh, use him a little bit in free, in, in free, but mostly play single high looks with Quandre, right? Use him to use,
2: scare the crap out of the quarterback because he comes streaking in like a missile and they always just throw it in the dirt.
0: I like the idea of... of <laughs> As I, I like I hate when we're playing cover two all the time, but but using it to mix up more cover three looks is solid. And that's what we did in this game, right? Yes. It was it was a change up, not the fastball. And I, I don't mind it being the change up. I thought that was fine.
2: I think another thing is um, I feel like as much as I hate seeing Blair go out with an injury, I think the fact that it forces the hand of having a be B R kinda every down starting slot corner. Is going to, in the long run, be a good thing for the team. I think trading them back and forth, their skill set is different enough that it actually kind of ended up hamstringing the defense because they were finding snaps. And I wonder if offenses were queuing off of which one came in to kind of know which coverage packages we were running, because I feel like you could almost have done that.
0: Well, Ryan Neal came in and played some big nickel after Blair went out and they he was targeted four times and gave up 46 yards after the catch. So I, I don't know if maybe I thought I was into that and it could just be Alvin Kamara. I'm more than willing to give credit where credit is due. Alvin Kamara is an extremely good football player. Uh, But, but I don't know how much that's something that maybe that you need to look at on a game by game basis. Maybe I was too, too uh, bullish on, on the big nickel. Could be a matchup thing. Yeah, it could be a matchups thing. I think you're right. Amadi is the answer at, at slot corner. He looks he looks good. He looks like he can cover. I don't know why he doesn't why he hasn't been able to crack. I don't know if it's because Pete sees him as a, more of a special teamer or what. He's very good at special teams, but yeah, I'm, I'm into that. Eric, is there was there a defensive standout for you, or did you think it was overall just kind of a good team defensive effort?
1: I think it was a good uh, team confidence builder. I don't want to sit here and say, yeah, the defense looked great. And there's all these stars. I I think, you know, Kevin pretty much named everyone that I have. Um, I think that Jameis Winston, he's, he has ups and downs. And I think the downs were not his fault in this game. I mean, Trayvon Smith had some had some real those, real problems.
0: Wide, those wide receivers, man, they were never open. And then two on the on the broken plays when he's pointing yes. and those guys just, just and there's like.
1: <laughs> awesome. You got to put that on the quarterback. You got to know how good or how bad your receivers are. Yeah. But this is a good confidence builder. If we're getting younger on the defense, which we have to do, you need these confidence building games. It's not like Cam Chancellor started out, you know, going up against the the number one team in the division killing everyone. No, he made his mark against the Bengals, um, that were very bad at the time. Uh this this is a confidence builder and we can build on this, which is
0: there's nice. only there's only one play I want to rag on the defense for, and that was the classic uh Russell Wilson play that Jameis did to us, where he pump faked like four yards past the line of scrimmage. Oh, uh,
1: yes. oh that I think, hurt my brain I don't, I, don't,
0: I don't know who jumped for that uh, uh but whoever it was I was uh I think it was Brooks. It looked like a linebacker Okay, yeah, well, bad job by you. Uh, that, that was not, yeah, not, not my favorite, not, not not good. Um, the the last thing I want to mention before we move to the to the offense is um, this one specifically for Eric. Eric, what let's what is uglier, uh, Carlos not Dunlap what? wearing eight or Benson Mayoa wearing ten?
1: Uh you know, <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I'm
0: sadly I I have to say if I'm going physically, it's Benson Mayo. Mayoa. I don't understand why, why would you wear such low numbers? It's so weird to me. All right. Anyway, throw me uh, yeah, this all year. Kind I of, seriously have a hard time. It's seriously like when I see it, it, it makes me like I'm like, Ugh. and I never thought I'd be old man yells at cloud, but I feel like that that this is where I became it. Getting old man to, getting closer to me. Old man, man yells at at cloud because I do not like it at all. All right, let's move <laughs> over to the offense where our players wear numbers that are of more, a more standard variety. So. Okay. Geno Smith had himself another very average game. And I think the the Geno Smith line uh, that Ryan Clark gave is, was true again. Geno Smith can keep you in a game, but he cannot win you a game. And boy, Geno Smith could not win us this game. 22 pass attempts, uh, 12 completions, 167 yards. But if you take out one play, it's 11, it's 11 mm-hmm. for 21 with, uh, with 80, <laughs> 83 yards
1: it was a That's so, so hold bad. on this was it's a, like
0: it, four yards in attempt man it's
1: a different game but remember uh, like a few weeks ago I was telling you about the Senate we we reminisce about Seneca Wallace and I said yeah there was a game I went to with your dad where Seneca Wallace just had this bomb like 70 yards to corn Robinson it was like yay, everything's great and um then the Seahawks lost 42 to 7 and when <laughs> when Gino got that pass I was like all oh, right and then in the back of my head it was like that's it, Eric, you know, that's it. And I
0: was like, shut up brain. You don't know anything. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett combined for eight targets. Uh, They get four receptions, including the one where DK scores a touchdown, but let's be honest, a wide receiver, the cornerback fell down. So if the, if that cornerback does not fall down and uh, then it's just a regular long completion. And we this, probably don't score a single touchdown. We probably don't score a single touchdown in this game, correct? Because this offense looked like a clogged toilet; like they weren't trying. Fell at down all.
1: or was pulled down by a superior receiver. Um,
0: uh, you I know
1: would what? say <laughs> fell
2: down, being scared out of his wits by a superior receiver. He got yeah.
1: I, I would say it was uh, worth it. It was wonderful, and it was a it was a such a veteran move by DK
0: that needs to be understood. Let's, let's you let's, know,
2: I felt like it was a pretty even round of hand fighting.
0: Let's talk about the running game. Uh, because I think this is where we need to go. Do we have Alex to? Alex okay. Collins he is a really
2: six, average running back?
0: Is fine. There's not this is not Alex Collins' fault. Sixteen rushes for thirty-five Wait, yards. Is
2: this like when your parents are getting divorced and <laughs> they like pull you aside? Like, this is not your fault.
0: Rashad <laughs> yeah. Penny, six rushes for nine yards. Which is okay. really strange Shane, because he's Shane Waldron the injured list. I thought he'd be so good. Shane That's Waldron, funny. uh Pete Carroll. We need to sit down and, and talk. We need to maybe have a little heart to heart here. I know Pete listens because I say things like this and uh, do this. But I'm just going to tell you, Pete, a short pass is very similar to a run. And can you please just set up some some short passes that are like runs when the running game looks like this? Or because when you against
2: the number two run
0: defense by DVOA. Yeah, we could not run a lick against the Saints. There was nowhere to run. There, It was not like, um, oh, yeah, there's holes, but these guys are just kind of hitting the wrong gap or they don't know where to run. There was nowhere to run. Find another plan. Adjust the game plan. Do something. The, the fact that they just kept trying to hammer the rock right through the middle – of the, of the heart of one of the best run defenses in the entire national football league. I th- I think by the end of the third quarter, I was ready to just stab each one of my eyes out with a throw tonight. the team, were you, the team, a, team. A, were you
2: practicing a, were you practicing the Schwam joke there?
0: I was they like, were like
2: Martha and the Vandellas. Cause there was nowhere to run.
0: I don't know. It's just <laughs> it's <laughs> down, tough. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. Like this, this team. Then the thing is the best two run plays of the game. What were the best two run plays of the game? Uh, tra- Travis Homer draw play to set yep. up a field goal, which is a actually I think a good play call considering That's the situation when you use Homer. you, you are not run? you're not converting third and eighteen, so yeah, why don't you get fourteen run and then Gerald Everett jet sweep baby? Oh
1: yeah, dude, that was uh, but, yeah that was that actually worked and it was uh, it was refreshing given the last time I saw Gerald Everett run a jet sweep.
0: The third longest <laughs> run of the game was a there was a Geno designed run, but also it was a Freddie Swain jet sweep dude. the jet sweep looked pretty good you know what if you need to run that much start using more jet sweeps you need to misdirect the defense just start running into the teeth of the best run one of the best run defenses in the nfl and they were keying on the run they basically were st- they were stacking the box against us the the, the way that new orleans was playing us that they were basically daring us to beat them throwing and we were like mm, nah i'm good i, I think i'm okay And if we think that
2: Geno is that bad, then why did we roll with him as our backup quarterback? Because clearly we think in a situation where they're begging you to run the ball or to throw the ball, and we're like, "Uh, maybe we'll still just run it.
0: Of their 56 defensive snaps, they put a secondary player in the box for 35 of them. They, They did not give an a rip they did not care at all about 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 <laughs> anyone else they were like hey you know what we're not gonna let Alex Collins beat us like he almost beat uh who would we play last week I can't, my my mind barely yep, works I, yep injured Alex Collins was
2: apparently our best option in this game according cor- to our coaching staff
0: according to their coaching staff and their coach staff too they knew it they knew we were coming with the Alex Collins and uh well we we saw what happened they they stopped it. So, Alice Collins, great smile, great, uh, great backup running back. Uh, I, I just don't know if we can. He can solo us to a victory in an NFL football game against another competent team, right? I don't. People are saying like, oh, well, after that game, the Saints are garbage. I don't think they're garbage. They're they're a fringe playoff team, just like we are. They're they're okay. They're not great. They're they're a team
2: that we want to beat, that's for sure. But yes, they're,
0: like, they're they're like had Amos, they have
1: Minnesota. They have Jameis Winston as their quarterback all the time
0: but, the, and no, crazy. Think, uh, uh, the crazy thing, though, thing oh, is our dvoa didn't even go down that much we're 10th like this it's insane to me i
2: don't know it went like, down almost entirely in our passing offense which yeah, yeah that seemed it, right.
0: it'll be back yeah defense the, the improvement of the defense was enough to balance out kind of how badly the offensive played in this game i have no other compliments for the offense. Uh, I don't even think like stalwarts like Dwayne Brown really played particularly good. He got pancaked a, a couple times, and I think it, maybe he it was OK. Maybe he was just slipping on the on the slick, the slick uh, oh, grass or something. But
2: actually, I think um, Gino was doing some really deep drops, and I think it you, was throwing off our tackles. You'll notice Michelle and Brown have had considerably worse games with uh, Gino in there than they did with Russ.
0: Man, he, he drops back so far. And it's like, dude,
1: you're tall. Like, there, s- climb the pocket, stand up. There are some things that Gino does. And I was so, but I forgot to say, I'm, this is the first time I've watched uh, Manning and Manning on Monday night. Oh, I, f- I loved it. Best it part so of the good. game. So Especially fun. when, you know, they let Marshawn drop the
0: F-bomb and say, <laughs> and I, say, say came,
1: redacted like four times.
0: When they came back from commercial and Peyton's like, hey man, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, just, just, I love how they rag on each
1: other. But either way, like Peyton had some, you know, they try and keep it cool, but they try and keep it honest. And they said some, you know, very, very serious things about Geno Smith that going back to some of his tape, you can watch. And that's, he's, it's just like the little football things that we... We say is armchair quarterbacks. He doesn't do like instead of instead of running around, step up, step up and make yeah, that climb throw the pocket. And, exactly, and he's he is definitely he's going out too far. That's that's got to be something that the offense is okay with, and they shouldn't be.
0: Yeah, or something. I mean, or it's just a bad habit that he has that he's never had coached out of him. And at this point, you know, he's he's thirty one years old, right? He's not he's not changing who he is at, no, at age thirty one. No. And I think that's one of the reasons why he became a backup and why I've been able to sign him for pretty
2: cheap is because he was never able to get that out of himself from West Virginia. Like, that's just the guy he is. And so we end up in a situation where our best wide receivers are being targeted eight total times. Tyler Lockett gets 12 yards and, you know, Fuller's getting blown up. The tackles are getting, and that might be part of the reason why he's not hung out to dry is because Fuller's getting blown out and our tackles are hung out to dry. Like, we are not we are really setting up our offensive line for failure
0: yeah and and the the thing is you, they just needed to do like if the, if you don't know what to do with the bad offensive line, just watch what Pittsburgh did last year, right? And I I, I don't think Ben Roethlisberger is good, but the Pittsburgh offense was able to move the ball last year, and they won a lot of football games, right? Because all they did was they had Ben Roethlisberger stand in the shotgun, snap the ball, and throw the ball within one second of, of <laughs> getting the ball. He would yep. just get the ball, look at two guys, throw the ball. That's it, Rock and then and fire. And then if if there was if the guys weren't open, do you know what he'd do? He'd throw it into the ground at a thousand miles an hour and that's fine that's okay you just you just run your offense that way that's you have to change what you're doing you cannot just say oh well we can't throw because our blocking's not looking too good so oh let's just run alex collins between the tackles uh, 16 times that is a recipe for failure i don't care how good jamarco jones is blocking when I mean, he actually had a couple really nice run blocks in this game i don't care how good he's blocking it doesn't matter if everyone else getting blown up and they have eight guys in the box all the time I'm just very, I'm very frustrated. All right. So what feeling, can we do to fix so this mad. against
2: Jacksonville? So we got Jacksonville coming up. What can we do to
0: well, not wrong the ship? Here's the thing. Right Jackson, Jacksonville already won their Super Bowl. Okay. Their Super Bowl was win one game. And lo and behold, October 17th of the year of our Lord, 2021, they beat the Miami Dolphins the 23 to 20. The Florida uh, That was in London, wasn't it? It was the battle for it. It was the battle for all of Europe. It, um, had
2: the, it had the same number of Florida fans of professional football as it would have if it was, was it? in Miami. Wait,
0: was it a London game or was that Jaguars someone else? No, that it was Jaguars. Was,
1: it was. It was the Florida
0: Bowl. It was. Yeah. In, Kevin's right. Okay. Anyway, uh, so now we get to play. We get to play the Jags at home on Halloween. Uh, we're favored by three and a half. Very spooky I, stuff. I do think that. I do think that this is a, a good spot for us to get right. Jacksonville, like I said, they already won their Super Bowl. Urban, I think this team really wants Urban Meyer to get fired. And how do you yes. do that? You just quit on your coach. You know, you just you just quit on your coach. You already got your win, so you're not embarrassing yourself anymore. Um, they went they went into their bye week, you know, and there's all these articles that are like Urban Meyer. My bye week self scouting revealed that there are things we need to get fixed, dude. Anyone could have told you that. Like you needed to, you needed a bye week to figure out that there are things that needed to get fixed. I well, in mean, all fairness,
2: in a normal week, he apparently spends half of it at his bar in Florida, so he did or Ohio, so he doesn't know self scouting.
0: Yeah, well, I can finger the, I can put my finger right on the problem, and it's, <laughs> <You gotta laughs> and hand it's, it it's Urban Meyer. Okay, so let's let's just say, it, I don't think we need to change much. We could play the the stupid Pete Carroll game. That that can I give you a his, take and see if you agree? Dreams. Yeah, go ahead. Already uh Jacksonville is
2: bad Pittsburgh with a rookie quarterback.
0: Here's the thing. I thought Trevor (laughs) Lawrence was like the most can't you can't screw it up. Like it's it, it will be it's gonna be so hard to screw up Trevor Lawrence. Like he he just does everything good, right? He he can make all the throws, he's six foot six, he can run right? Like how do you mess up Trevor Lawrence? And so far this year, he has a sub 60% completion percentage with seven touchdowns and eight interceptions. So I just want to congratulate Urban Meyer for doing something that I thought was not possible, which is screwing up the most can't miss quarterback prospect of our era in an, in an, in an era of NFL football where quarterbacks can step into mediocre teams and have success. We saw it last year with Herbert We've seen it in the past with many other guys. Guys can step in in their rookie years and see success. Well, even tre- Joe
2: Burrow on a garbage uh, Cincinnati team.
0: Yeah, had flashes where he looked really, really good. And the only worry for Joe Burrow this coming into this year was, well, is his leg going to hold up, and does this offensive line good enough to keep him upright? Right. It yep. Our the worry wasn't, hey, oh, Joe Burrow is going to uh, to be bad. You know, it's just that's that's it. So, yeah, I uh, I'm really. I'm really just hoping, praying that that you know the, the Jaguars are what we thought they were. <laughs> they they got their win, they won their Super Bowl, and now they're going to play us, Buffalo, and in Indianapolis, and that is a loss, loss, loss. They keep losing until Urban Meyer can go back to college football and scumbag another school after five years, <laughs> just <laughs> coach for five years, win a national title, and then scumbag everyone on his way out. The the, the Urban Meyer special, so. Yeah, I, I like us. I like us a lot this week against Jacksonville. What do you think, Kevin? Am I crazy? Uh, I think that you're
2: pretty correct. I think it's basically like their offense stats out and looks kind of similar, like in effectiveness to Pittsburgh's offense, except they can run. So we need to load up the box, stop the run. And I don't think their passing game can hurt us if our front four can get pressure on Trevor
0: Lawrence. So I'd actually be more worried if they were like fully healthy because LaVisca Chennault is the kind of player where if he was in the slot, he would just rip us a new butthole. But Stupid
2: screen (laughs) passes.
0: Like just dumb screen passes. But because of injuries, they've now moved Visca to X wide receiver and they play Tavon Austin in the slot. And I don't know if you know this, but I'm not scared of Tavon Austin. (laughs) I've had a lot of experience with Tavon Austin between the Rams and the Cowboys. I'm not scared of Tavon Austin. He sucks much. You so don't can talk to his boy.
1: Um, <laughs> you've always been a fan of hating Tavon Austin. I hate him. hes I don't well, know how he's still he's in the NFL. Because uh, he got drafted
2: high. I told you this. That's how it works. You get endless but, chances if you're drafted high. It's so weird. He's still um, around. The other thing is any their positions. run defense is trash, but at least their coverage is also trash. So their pass rush is fine. So as long as we can get a quick pass game going and we can run the ball, which, honestly, that's what our offense kind of wants to do right now is get a quick pass game going and run the ball. So this seems to be playing into what Gino can actually do. I could see the offense scoring somewhere in the 20s, and I think if we have the same defense that showed up against the Saints, that's the kind of defense that can hold this Jacksonville offense to somewhere in the low teens.
0: Now, Eric, so, this should the- be a win. Eric, you are the season is over guy. So I let you go last. Is the season over? Are we about to lose to the Jags at home?
1: Oh, man. One is if you know me, you know that I don't mind being wrong. If I'm on a corner, I truly believe it. And if I'm wrong, I own up to it. I hope I'm wrong. Season's over, but we're still gonna win this game. Now, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> if we right. if we do not win this game, I, this, here's the thing: if we with,
0: get if we, if we don't win this game, this season is burnt bread. I I, I don't know. We're gonna talk Gino about things Smith, other than the game, probably. Gino
1: Smith is he was We're yeah, gonna become we a movie podcast with some Seahawks talk. Yeah, it's well. The, the it'll be the at the very end. It will be Seahawks Club. So with the Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> the stupid Pittsburgh Steelers. That's what my brain wanted me to say, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, the stupid New Orleans Saints, and now the Jacksonville Jaguars, I honestly thought we were going to win all three. Like, when Russ went down, I was like, okay, we're going to we're gonna dig deep and do this, and frankly, we should have. So this is the one game we'll salvage. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do the score because we haven't done that yet. 16 to, <laughs> six, 16 to 9. 16 to 9. I'm already
0: laughing. <laughs> this is so, so bad. Well, I, are the, you the, laughing the because just...
1: I'm going to be accurate?
0: So, so when you go, when you go on FanDuel, you can, you I can create, your, I
1: can't believe that
0: you, uh, you, when you go on FanDuel, you can create your own over under and the lowest you're allowed to go is 20, is, uh, 20, <laughs> I think. And it's just funny. Cause like 16, would you say 16 to nine? That's like 25 yeah. and the actual over under for this game is 43 and a half. That's <laughs>
2: ridiculous.
1: Eric slamming the under. Slammy I mean, I don't, manner. do
0: I blame you? Like, how? how well, one of these teams Jackson's has to get score a
1: touchdown, but they're going to miss the kick or miss the two point conversion.
0: But, uh, I will go 20 Seahawks, 21, okay. three touchdowns. Yeah. And then Jacksonville 17. No, I'm going to 20, 21, 20. Keep your butt. Oh, uh, time, boys. Oh, uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin. That's even worse. <laughs> oh, um, they miss Devin, a field okay. goal as time expires.
2: pick Or is he too sick? <laughs> I'm going to go. That was nauseating and a half. Um, I feel like I need a COVID test just for listening to that. Uh, okay. So I think that Seattle can score on this team. It's They're going to score. I'll go with 24. I think it's going to be an offensive outburst in the Geno Smith era for 24 points. And Jacksonville is going to, uh, frustratingly score in the closing minutes of the second half frustratingly score like at a point in time where we're playing like prevent defense late in the fourth quarter and then they're gonna have the ball with a chance to win and not quite get there so I'm gonna go with 24 17 Seahawks
0: we need to be winning before the fourth quarter to win this game if we are down no, you can no. the fourth quarter though we, 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 we cannot come back with Geno Smith at quarterback. I think Pete needs to realize like you need to get points every chance you can get with Geno Smith as your quarterback and then trust your defense to keep you ahead. But not but you can't just be like, oh, keep it close and uh, Geno will win it for us at the end like he does with Russ. That that plan now three weeks in a row has failed. So, all right. Um, there are many ways to support this podcast. The best way to do so, head over to Patreon.com. Slash Seahawks Nest and for as little as one dollar and twenty four cents a month, get access to Discord. Come hang out. It's a good. It's therapeutic. I would say, Um, you guys, uh, you guys are in there. You know, it's 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 good group therapy for for how tough this is right now. And also, you get access to our picks podcast, which is a blast. It's a lot of fun. Lots of little jokes. And uh, as a
1: season long uh, lurker, it is a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: Eric. (laughs) Eric comes in, just sees the posts, goes, (laughs) and then leaves. That's wow. (laughs) Are you are you behind? Are you, no, are I just you, know. You I know you on one of are uh, our best uh, friends, man. I know Thirty you. minutes a
1: day.
2: Yeah. It's the uh, it's the uh, Discord equivalent of just smelling the box of donuts. That's
1: thank you, Kevin. <laughs> there's this Classic other thing Eric I there's this thing I do I did today where I go, oh, I was tagged in a post, and then I frantically searched for forty five minutes that I could have just been reading Discord looking for this one thing. I tagged you. I saw I said it. I it said I me, said it took me a long time.
0: I said Eric got the both of worst of both worlds. The Seahawks lost, and the Saints' defense didn't score enough points for him to win fantasy. Yeah, I, I called that too. I was like,
1: "Well, you're going to lose both of these, aren't you, Eric?"
0: I wanted to. I wanted to win both. I was like, "Dang it! I couldn't get to win with both. I got to lose one." Okay. So, uh, oh yeah, and big ups to Blake at Washington Fish Quest, uh, uh, our, our all-time greatest sponsor until someone else pays me money to, to say someone different. Okay. Yeah. So, so I went in. And I thought, okay, we could do like a candy lemonade or we could do a candy fave five. You know, it's Halloween week. We always do something candy theme. And I thought, man, I already know Reese's Cups wins everything we do, right? That's so funny. I thought – so I don't know if you guys know this. But when I go to the grocery store, I'm like a cereal trier. They put that that garbage at the, at the checkout stand and I see it and I think I'm going to eat that and I buy it and then I eat it. So I've tried like 50 different Reese's products <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> you know what we should do? And you could check that. You could check the link in the in the chat. I was like we should uh, we should do an eliminator that's just all the different Reese's products. I mean, I I eliminated three that I knew no one but me had tried. So I've had Reese's Big Cup with peanut brittle. I've had Reese's Whoa. Big Cup with potato chips, and I've had the Reese's Cream Egg. And I know that is. I I think the reason is that that ah, no one reason. no one the reason that no one. Oh. Um, Thanks. Kevin, had, uh, Kevin I, I changed the sharing. The reason no one else has had the Reese's Cream Egg is because you're not degenerate enough. Uh, you have to be I real like degenerate.
2: Cream egg, so there was no
0: way that was going for me. So the Reese's Cream Egg, it has the consistency, the peanut butter inside of like... Oh, no, the, I had it. That's right. It's the whipped peanut butter stuff. Yeah, it, it has the consistency oh. of uh, of like the peanut butter you actually get out of the peanut butter jar. It's yeah, not, I have had that because they had them for Easter. Yeah. they're is it, actually, is it really sweet? Um. Yes. Yeah, it's okay. very sweet. It's okay. It's 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 it would not win the eliminator and also but like I will say this, Reese's big cup with peanut with potato chips, that was pretty solid. I was and gonna uh, say,
1: uh fat guy here, I like the uh I like the potato chips and ice cream, so I was gonna yeah, ask about you're that. You're gonna so like that, good, yeah. Huh? It's pretty oh. solid. You could
0: you you can order it on their website and then uh peanut brittle too was the holiday one from last year. I don't know if they're gonna bring it back for holiday this year, but uh <laughs> I say go for it. So <laughs> Reese's I Reese's
1: Crispy Crunchy. You're you're
0: just these are these are ones that um that I've tried and hopefully you've tried enough of these that this will be a fun eliminator. Um and I put a little description because some of their their naming conventions are like ridiculous. Like you can't remember like what's the difference between a Reese's outrageous and a Reese's nutrageous. Like those how <laughs> what kind of sane person knows that off the top of your head? Um, well, one not, is I, more outrageous. Well, the other one nuts its rageousness. I, I actually know true. the difference off the top of my head, but that's because I'm a psychopath. So okay. Um, here we go. We got Reese's bells. Have you guys ever Reese's bell? Wow. They're they're like they're they're smaller than like either eggs, trees, pumpkins. They're they're smaller. Uh, so more chocolate on the chocolate to peanut butter ratio. We got the big cup. I had to put it in big cup with pretzel, which I think is uh, one that more people have tried. Cup stuff with crunchy cookie. Uh, we got cup stuff wow. with Reese's pieces. Dip pretzels. Uh, Reese's eggs, um, and I'm talking the um, the, the, the the standard the ones where of, it's more like of, a uh... Like a, it, it's like a Reese's pumpkin, but egg shaped, uh, yeah. Reese, uh, the eyeballs, when the eyeballs come in a bag, they're wrapped in foil. They're kind of like egg shaped miniatures. If I had but to they're describe really, them. They're really, they're basically the, uh, um, they're, 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 they're the
2: slightly larger equivalent of the
0: bells for a different holiday season. Uh, yes, they have a higher chocolate ratio. Mm, like okay. the bells, um, milk, uh, uh, hearts, milk, chocolate thins. Those are those real thin ones. Uh, I got them when we went to camp uh, on that trip, Kevin. Yeah, dark so you, chocolate you might... thins too. Uh, they do have dark chocolate thins. I'm going to talk about that in a second. Miniature cups, miniature <laughs> eggs, the Nutrageous bar. The Nutrageous bar is milk chocolate, peanuts, peanut butter, and caramel. The pumpkins, and we got the Reese's Crispy Country, which is kind of like their version of the Butterfinger. Uh, should I just read what I wrote? Yes. I, I wrote it's like a. I wrote like, like, curse. I wrote like a Butterfinger that isn't shit. <laughs> uh, it made me laugh so hard. Yeah. That uh, was, okay. Then, that was the I, most Nathan thing that you could have possibly typed there. Uh, then I got we got the classic uh, Reese's cups. Uh, which i accidentally put the description for take five next to uh we got reese's fast break which is the milk chocolate peanut butter and nougat the outrageous bar milk chocolate peanut butter nougat and reese's pieces uh we got the reese's sticks which is like a Kit Kat reese's and the take five now notably absent you'll see i included no dark chocolate or white chocolate items that's because i've eaten those and they're all trash and i don't want to talk about it any more than that okay so (laughs) is is that fair are we good I like uh, actually it.
2: like dark chocolate a bit, but white chocolate's trash enough that I'm okay with it overall. I like the
0: dark chocolate uh, I like stuff. dark chocolate in general. I don't think it's always that good with Reese's. I don't think they're dark exactly chocolate. That's exactly right. Is great. Their dark chocolate sucks. <laughs> that's what I mean. I don't mean dark chocolate in general is bad. I mean white, white chocolate ch- in general sucks, though. I'll say that. Correct. The, yes. the, only, the only white chocolate Reese's that's acceptable is the Reese's Ghost because ghosts are white and spooky. If uh, all the other ones are completely unexpected, unacceptable, I That's like, I, why would you are just, you're just, oh you're just ruining There's perfectly no excuse good. Yeah. Perfectly good. And I mean, if you want to make something that tastes like the Reese's peanut butter, by the way, this is a pro tip. Just take your regular peanut butter and just start adding powdered sugar to it. And eventually it will taste like the Reese's peanut butter. Okay. Um, Don't know how degenerate anyone else is, but if you're a true degen and you can't get to the store and you got peanut butter and you got powdered sugar, you're almost halfway there. Okay. Or
2: if you're making peanut butter truffles or something, that's kind of what you do. Yeah.
0: Okay. So let's start it off. Uh, Kevin. Oh, this is, by the way, I picked, I picked, I kind of made a list of 20 if that wasn't clear. Kevin, what's, uh, what's your first elimination here? All right. Uh, First thing I'm eliminating is the
2: big cup with pretzel.
0: Oh, Um, wow. Okay.
2: It is, uh, it is like a big cup,
0: only directly worse. I liked the big cup with pretzel much more than my elimination here. The big cup stuff with crunchy cookies. The crunchy cookies in the pretzel, they are crunchy, but they didn't taste like anything. And I found it very concerning. Like, I'm like, these are chocolate cookies inside here. But why don't they taste like chocolate? It just tastes like crunchy. I I don't know. I was like thrown off. In all by that. fairness, it doesn't say chocolate cookie. It says crunchy cookie. If it tastes like crunchy, but it went by the advertising. But yeah. it was bl- the cookie is black. Like it's it's colored like it's chocolate. So I'm like, this is it. It's like a. they It's <laughs> gonna trying be like, to make a crayon in there Oreo or something. For, yeah, exactly. But it's not. It's not. It's, it's weird. I did not. I did uh, not like it. Don't all put, right. our,
1: put our name on that. Uh, Eric, nice nice try. Pieces trying to sneak into the list, Uh cup stuffed with pieces. <laughs> I like I would, all the, all the stuffed big cups yeah, right this, off that, the bat. That's the biggest victory pieces is ever going to get on this show.
0: I will uh, say, I, I will
2: argue that would not have been my elimination, but
0: I respect Ooh. it. Big, big cup, big cup stuffed in general, I think is a. Worthy elimination, but they're better than we're giving it credit for. I think that we should have eliminated a lot of other stuff first. I just really did not like big crap with country cookies, so I wanted to get out out there early. All right, Kevin.
2: All right, uh, I am going to next eliminate, um, you might notice
0: the theme uh, dip pretzels. Oh yeah, the, the so the so they have different kinds of dip pretzels, and the one I meant was the one that's kind of dipped with the peanut butter and then has like little strip stripes of chocolate. Is that the one you were thinking of too? Um, I was thinking of all of them when I eliminated them
2: because <laughs> all of them are not something I want in my life.
0: Do you um, not like pretzels and candy?
2: Uh, I uh, so dip pretzels are fine, um, or peanut butter pretzels are fine, but I find the peanut butter plus plus the pretzel plus the chocolate. Creates a situation where I'm not really enjoying any of those two at the same time.
0: All right, gonna, adding pretzel
2: to the mix is a net negative.
0: I'm gonna get rid of miniature eggs because it's the worst of the like the small ones to me. Uh, Way like too bell's. much chocolate
2: in the peanut butter ratio.
0: I I think bells are also pretty medium, but and but yes, the 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 best. It's the worst of the miniature ones. All right, Eric, what are you getting uh, rid of?
1: This is I I don't know. I, I guess I'm gonna go pumpkin. I'm gonna go pumpkins on this. Oh. All right. uh, I that just
0: was a surprise move. Uh,
1: I I like them okay, but they are um, something about the ratio. I just I don't I don't love it. It's, Too much peanut butter for you. It's just it, the blandness starts to creep in, which Reese's is always like oh, and that's when it starts to get like that first bite is oh like where there's more chocolate. The second one is just not so well. You I, what I'll
2: I say about all it. the seasonals, um, I like that they're really fresh. But yeah. unlike the cup, you don't get that like hard chocolate
1: that's, like that's edge. it, Kevin. It's a so there's no like thing. satisfying snap when you like bite into it. Yes, textures all off. So sorry if you guys wanted to keep that,
0: but all there's right. other. Ones I like love all. Doing. I love all of the big ones. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm fine with it. There, these are none of these candies just suck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would eat. I would eat any of these. I eliminated all the ones that suck before we started. So, so I already got all the really satisfying, except for crunchy cookie. I wanted to, to rag on country, co- crunchy cookie in the podcast. I'd never start. So Eric just I, went, I so that's kind like that You in, have right? a special hate for it. Yes. Um, I'm going to eliminate in case you haven't noticed the theme yet, the take five because oh, okay. it's pretzels. Uh, adding pretzels
2: and caramel
0: officially take, makes it worse. I fucking love take five. It's so good that <laughs> I I've, I've never had it. It's right up my alley. I feel, I feel, yeah. Um, all right. I'm getting rid of, um, I'm getting rid of miniature cups because I like the – I I think for me, um, if I wanted to go heavier chocolate ratio, the milk chocolate thins has totally taken that corner Valid from, from miniatures for me. And I think like to the point where like I, I just would much rather have the, – the thin ones are really good and I, I like totally love them. And so um, – and I – sometimes I want a little bit more chocolate than peanut butter, although generally I'm a hound for that <laughs> peanut butter with powdered sugar. They also in. chop
2: up really well for ice cream topping if you want to be yeah. super fat.
0: Yeah, so mini- miniatures—it's uh, a good run, but I'd rather have the eyeballs or the uh, maybe not the bells. Maybe I should have eliminated bells. I'm gonna eliminate You definitely should have eliminated the bells. <laughs> okay, Eric, go, go
1: <laughs> Guys, 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 don't worry about it.
0: Bells, get out of here. <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, maybe now looking at this list, bells is totally out of place. So, Eric, thank yeah, you. Yeah, definitely should have been eliminated. So, bells, I think after the bells, bells are goes, just
2: fine. I think after the bells go, then we have to eliminate the next one that's kind of weaker in that line. Um, which is the eyeballs?
0: Eyeballs are like they're like the better bells.
2: Yeah, they're like the better bells, but not better enough.
0: Bells that they fixed. I like eyeballs better than <laughs> I like eyeballs better than miniature cups. I think that they're very similar. They have similar. I just think that the, the way that the it's fatter in the middle kind of puts a little extra peanut butter in there, but it's still got the thi- it's still got the thicker chocolate. Like the um, well, like you know, the, the thing is skill. again
2: uh, the fact that they're the eyeballs means that they are like fresh seasonal when you get it. So you're yes, always going to get a
0: fresh pack, which always gonna, makes it better. It's not going to taste kind of musty. <laughs> all right. Whose turn is it? That was, you Yours. did eyeballs, Kevin? It's my turn? Yep. Uh, all right. Let's get rid of the fast break because I never thought, um, what if a Milky Way had peanut butter instead of caramel? And it's better than you think it's going to be, but uh, I'm, I'm still going to get rid of but it. But it's still worse than a bunch of the um, other stuff on here. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead, uh, Eric. me. Eric.
1: So I don't. I've never had this, but if you're gonna er- eliminate the fast break, you can't tell me that adding Reese's pieces to it is going to make it better.
0: Uh, outrageous bar goodbye. It's a it's a textural thing, you know. it Adds like a little crunchy element to it. But Which I kind of right. like. You're probably right. It's it is better, but not that much better. <laughs> Kevin, go ahead.
2: All right. Well, I cannot let the uh, Nutrageous outlast the Outrageous bar by very much, so I'm eliminating the Nutrageous next. Yeah.
0: So you never asked yourself the question, what if a Snickers had peanut butter instead of nougat?
2: I did, and it turned out that Reese's answered that that question better than Snickers did, so good on you, Reese's. Yeah, Yeah. the
0: Nutrageous is better than the Snickers PB. If you thought like Snickers PB was gross... Snickers PB is gross. It's not good. It's, it should be a good candy. That's like a slam dunk, and they screwed it up. But it's up. definitely worse,
2: Snickers. Like, congratulations, you added peanut butter to chocolate and somehow ended up with an inferior product.
0: Um, I am going to get rid of hearts because eggs are Oof. better than hearts. Oof. In um, and, and my in my humble opinion. Actually, I think trees is the best of those, but trees are gone, so now I'm going to get rid of hearts. Uh, all right. That means it's Eric's turn.
1: Um. Man, I really, I really think I'm going to offend you guys with this. I assumed you are going to throw down
2: on eggs because eggs are like the pumpkins you already eliminated. A long That's time why to. I was going to do
1: hearts, but I, I had to keep one. I probably should have kept the pumpkins for they're more spooky. I'm
0: sorry, <laughs> they are. I'm, I, I'm I actually ridded. think it's funny because like my rankings of those would be like trees, then uh, it'd be trees, then pumpkins, then eggs, then hearts. So like we kind of eliminated them in a weird order from my personal preference. But let's be honest.
1: They're all the same. They're all the same.
0: Uh speaking
1: of it which. It matters,
0: Nathan. It matters. Going
1: with the texture element. Uh big ol' goodbye to Big Cup. And I'm oh, sorry, Nathan. Yeah, I, I, I love Big Cup.
0: I love Big Cup. A big cup could have been it would have been a valid winner for me. Gotta love Big Cup. It's just it's just the the regular one, but, but big. <laughs> That's really what,
1: <laughs> Why would you not
0: how could you not like it? It's just Big Cup, dude. Hey, the ratios I, the ratios of chocolate to peanut butter are almost exactly the same too. Which I was Reese's like, not sponsoring this show. That's
1: the best tagline I've ever heard.
0: All right. We're down to a we're down to a top five. We've got eggs, the chocolate milk chocolate thins, not the dark chocolate thins. The crispy, the ris, Reese's crispy crunchy, which is like their version of a butterfinger, but it's not doesn't get stuck in your teeth, it's, it's not really redacted. Uh, and then Reese's Cups and then Reese's sticks, which are like the uh, Kit Kat Reese's. All right, Kevin, what are we getting rid of? All right. So uh looking through the list. Um Milk chocolate thins
2: have a place. Uh, I understand where they're used and why they're used. The Reese's Cup. Can't mess with that. Reese's Crispy Crunchy was way better than I thought it would ever be. And I've actually found Reese's Sticks to be one of the Reese's products I'm going back to most frequently. So I think I have to eliminate eggs at this point.
0: Yeah. All right. Call. Fair. And I think that um, you don't mess with the classics. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm down with that. All right. Um, it's my turn. Uh, All right, let's get rid of... I'm going to get rid of milk chocolate thins, I think. Because the the other three candies that are left are all S-plus tier, and that's just S-tier. So so it's like... Yeah, yeah. Got got rid of great... You can can die at the altar of very, very good.
2: This is like when we eliminated Halloween, the John Carpenter eliminator, you know? It's got to go at some
0: point. Sometimes it's got to go. You got to get rid of something you love to something (laughs) for something you love more. All right, uh, Eric. I... I think it's time, and I would have done this before your last elimination. I, you deserve to be here. Goodbye, Reese's Crispy Crunchy. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with it. All right, Kevin, that means you're going to make the choice between Reese's Cups and Reese's Sticks. Are you going to eliminate the classic, the the number one uh, candy of all time by every measure we've ever done? Or are you going <laughs> to take the new the new kid on the block, which is probably still like Reese's Sticks are probably like 20 America years old. America is the, watching, the, Kevin. Be so, very good, though. The, the Reese's, the Kit Kat Reese's, the Reese's Sticks. So I really like a Reese's stick. I think it's
2: uh I think it's really edible uh, straight out of the store, but the king of Reese's product is when you buy Reese's cups, you put them in the fridge, you wait like thirty minutes, forty five minutes, let them get a little cold, and then it makes that first satisfying crunchy bite even better. Uh, Reese's cup is the champion. I am eliminating Reese's sticks.
0: That's right, kids. Don't mess with the classics. Grandpa told you. All right. (laughs) For Kevin, (laughs) for Eric, we will see you guys next week. Go Hawks.